fresh bread from heaven. The bread that is the flesh of the Prince of Peace, who lives within your spirit. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with your spirit. Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our fresh revelation bread. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Fire on your life. Fresh oil. Balm of Gilead and all your wounds. Be set free the sound of the word of God, the genealogy of Jesus Christ, that first chapter in Matthew, Matthew chapter 1, in the reading of it where some might pass over or your, your eyes might glaze over just a little bit as it's being read. Oh, there's so many names, and you know, we've read that part already. Can we just skip that part? Why is that in there? If he said, and if it's written not to be obsessed with all these endless Jewish genealogies, then why put it in Matthew chapter 1? Why do that? Have a look, shall we? What is the secret in the genealogy of Jesus Christ? Fourteen generations from Abraham to David. Fourteen generations from David to the Babylonian exile deportation. Fourteen generations from Babylonian exile to the Christ. Fourteen. Abraham means father of many. Fourteen. David meaning beloved. Fourteen. Babylon means the gate of God. Fourteen. Christ means anointed one. And Jesus means the Lord is salvation. Fourteen trees evergreen. Enoch. Contemplate and see how all the trees appear withered and all their leaves are stripped 
with the exception of the 14 trees which are not stripped, which remain. Ah, those who remain. With the old leaves until new come after two or three years. Fourteen trees evergreen. The genealogy of Christ. That's Enoch three one. There are exactly fourteen tree families classed on Wikipedia as evergreen. Considering many scholars date the writings within the book of Enoch to the second century BC, it, it's quite remarkable that he was exact. Maybe those living at the time were far more advanced than official history indicates. Advanced in the spirit. The 14 evergreen families are, and I Apologize to any botanists watching this today. No idea how to say these, but we'll give it our best shot. Aracaraceae, Cupressicae, Pinaceae, Pinaceae, Padocica Cupressia, Taxaceae, Sciathaceae, Aquifolaceae. Fagache, Olaceae, Mertiche, Arisae, Lavache, Magnoliaceae. If you want, you can list those in the comments for your enjoyment. Breaking it down into the names that some are more familiar with. The first one is an ancient family of coniferous trees split into three genres of Arakaria, Kauri, Willemi Pine. We have the Capresse family. Cypress, Juniper, Enoch's Bones. Redwood, Sequoia, Tuha, Cryptomeria. We have the Pine and the Spruce and the Cedar and the Hemlock. The Real, Yellowwood, the Yew, the Fern, the Holly. See why they, you ever wonder why they use holly wood? Eh? Why? The beech, the pine, the oak, and the olive. Oh, yes. Are olive trees evergreen? Featured snippet from the World Wide Web. Do olive trees lose their leaves in winter? No, olive trees are evergreen. And they do not lose their leaves in winter, however. All evergreen trees constantly renew their leaves. Constantly renew. Their leaves, meaning they gradually drop all their leaves and produce new ones throughout a period of 6 to 14 months. And we have the tropical ash, and the myrtle, and the rum, and the clove, and the guava, and the spice, and the eucalyptus tree. And the palm, yeah? and the coconut. The palm, and the coconut. Oh. And the laurel, and the bay, and the magnolia. Ah, purity. The flower of the magnolia tree is the incense that I offered before the veil to go into the Holy of Holies and receive a fire mantle. Recommend Purity. And the Psychus. And there it is. Common names of these trees and these 14 
families of evergreen, evergreen trees. 14 generations from Abraham to David. 14 generations from David to the Babylonian exile, deportation. 14 generations from Babylonian exile to the Christ. Abraham, father of many. David, beloved. Babylon, the gate of God. Christ, the anointed one. Matthew chapter 1. The book of the ancestry, genealogy of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, the son, descendant of David, the son, descendant of Abraham. And they cite Psalms 132.11 and Isaiah 11.1. 1. will come up from the stump of Jesse from his roots. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. A branch will bear fruit, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth, and he will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, with the breath of his lips. Will he slay the wicked? Why does it refer to the genealogy of Christ? Righteousness and justice. Foundations of the throne, a tender shoot, the seed of Jesse, the line of David, the line of the true kings, the line of Gondor, the white tree. That line was broken! No! There is a king in Gondor. With the breath of his mouth, with the staff of righteousness, he strikes the earth. And the breath of his mouth, he slays the wicked. That is why, I believe to this day, every cosmic seer that I've ever encountered, encountered has, encountered, has been greatly attacked in the breath of their mouth because it is the breath, the purity of the breath that slays the wicked. Righteousness and justice. Righteousness is true love. There is no love apart from righteousness. So there is your love and justice. We fight for love and justice. These are the sailor guardians of the cosmos. Why does it refer to the genealogy of Christ? Back to Abraham and not Adam, because Abraham is the father of faith, father of many. Remember he said, as, as many, as, many as the stars and the sands. That in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven. And as the sand which is upon the seashore in thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Genesis 22, 17. The promise that his seed line of faith, the children of faith in the seed line or genealogy of Christ, would possess the gate of his enemies 
In this case, the 14 from David to Babylonian exile, the promise, the promise of the 14 trees evergreen of Enoch is the possession of Babylon, which means the Greek form of Babel, Semitic form Babylu, meaning the gate of God. In the Assyrian tablets, it means the city of the dispersion of the tribes. The promised possess the gate of God. Look at the gate of God written in Ezekiel and Genesis. Ezekiel, the account of a priest from the temple in Jerusalem who became a preacher in the streets of Babylon. Ezekiel was the final one of four Old Testament author prophets who also had a priestly background. Ezekiel, a prophet who ministered to the Jews in Babylon during their captivity, who provided the most complete description of the angelic cherubim and the future millennial temple in the entire Bible. Mateo Mateo Matthew Ezekiel 44 oh, I'm like shaking <sighs> Thank you Lord Then he brought me back the way Oh man it's so hot and he brought me back the way of the gate of the outward sanctuary which looketh toward the east and it was shut and the Lord said then said the Lord unto me this gate shall be shut it shall not be opened and no man shall enter in by it because the Lord the God of Israel hath entered in by it, and therefore it shall be shut. It is for the prince. The prince. He shall sit in it to eat bread before the Lord. He shall enter by the way of the porch of that gate, and shall go out by the way of the same. He shall enter by that way, and go out He shall sit in it to eat bread before the Lord. He shall enter by the way of the porch of that gate and shall go out by the way of the same. Then brought he me the way of the north gate before the house, and I looked, and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord, and I fell upon my face, and the Lord said unto me, Son of man, mark well, and behold with thine eyes, and hear with thine ears all that I say unto thee concerning all the ordinances of the house of the Lord and all the laws thereof, and mark well the entering in. You just gotta enter in. Mark well the entering in of the house with every going forth of the sanctuary, and now shalt say to the rebellious, even to the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, God, O you house of Israel, let it suffice you all of your abominations, in that ye have brought into my sanctuary strangers, uncircumcised in heart, and uncircumcised in flesh, to be in my sanctuary, to pollute it, even my house, when you offer my bread, the fat and the blood, and they have broken my covenant because of all your abominations, and you have not kept the charge of mine holy things, but you have set keepers of my charge and my sanctuary for yourselves. 
Thus saith the Lord God, no stranger, uncircumcised in heart, nor uncircumcised in flesh, shall enter in to my sanctuary. Of any stranger that is among the children of Israel and the Levites that are gone away from me, that are gone away far from me, when Israel went astray, which went astray after from me after their idols, they shall even bear their iniquity, yet they shall be ministers in my sanctuary. Having charge at the gate to the house, and ministering to the house, they shall slay the burnt offering and the sacrifice to the people, and they shall stand before them to minister unto them. Because they ministered unto them before their idols, and caused the house of Israel to fall into iniquity. Therefore have I lifted up mine hand against them, saith the Lord God, and shall bear their iniquity. They shall bear their iniquity. And they shall not come near unto me, to do the office of a priest unto me. Nor come near to any of my holy things in the most holy place. But they shall bear their shame, and their abominations which they have committed. But I will make them keepers of the charge of the house. For all the service thereof, and for all that shall be done therein. Then the mention of the gate of God in Genesis. Jacob's Ladder. Ladder. Ladder rain. <laughs> oh, I'm proud of myself for that one. Okay. Jacob's Ladder rain. That's my religion. My Jewish. Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran, and he lighted upon a certain place, and tarried there all night, because the sun was set. And he took the stones of the stones of that place, of the stones of that place, and he put them for his pillows. And he lay down in that place to sleep, and he dreamed. And behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac in the land. Whoa! Therefore... <laughs> it feels so good. <laughs> A ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. <laughs> Climb the ladder to the roof. Ride like the wind to the border of Mexico. You can do it. <laughs> and behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, my father, and the God of Isaac. <laughs> the land whereon thou liest. To thee I will give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west and to the east, and to the north and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee, 
in all places whither thou goest, and will bring me again into this land, for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. I will bring thee again into this land. Jacob's ladder set upon the earth and the angels ascending and descending. Take my bones into Zion. And Jacob awakened out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid. He was afraid. And said, How dreadful is this place? There is none other than but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. He was afraid. How dreadful is this place? Jacob. When the sun set, oh, come on, where is it? I'll find it for you, don't worry. Here it is. Oh. And as the sun was going down, as the sun was setting, Abram fell into a deep sleep, and a terrifying darkness came down over him. Then the Lord said to Abram, You can be sure that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land, while they will be oppressed as slaves for a hundred years, but I will punish the nation that enslaves them. And in the end, they will come away with great wealth. As for you, you will die in peace and be buried at a ripe old age. After four generations, your descendants will return here to this land. For the sins of the Amorites do not yet warrant their destruction. After the sun set and darkness fell, Abram saw a smoking firepot and a flaming torch pass between the halves of the carcasses. So the Lord made a covenant with Abram that day and said, I have given this land to you and your descendants all the way from the border of Egypt to the great Euphrates River, the land not occupied by the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cabanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Rephites, Amorites, Canaanites, Girgashites, and Jebusites. The terror. Terrifying darkness, the sun set, Abram falling into a deep sleep. Seeing the covenant of the Lord, Jacob in Beersheba said, how terrifying is this place? How dreadful is this place? The stone of Bethel. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of that city was called Luz, L-U-Z, Luz, at the first. And then it became Bethel. the light to the holy place, passing through terrifying darkness at the sun set, the revelation of the covenant, and the law of the luminaries that says, the law of the luminaries, the first law of the luminaries that ordains the sunrise and the sunset how it rises and how it sets. 
The gate that faces the east, Jacob's Ladder. The gate that faces the east, Jacob's Ladder. Here are the meanings of the names of the genealogy of Christ, the Anointed One, the Son of David, the Beloved, the Son of Abraham, the Father, of many seed as the stars of heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies, the cosmic gate, currently possessed in part by the enemy that the sons, S-U-N-S, sons, S-O-N-S, sons of lightning, are now taking back by force through the practice of righteousness. and by the upholding of justice, and the preaching and teaching and unveiling of the secrets of righteousness as called and chosen to do by God the Father of lights, Father of spirits, Father of sons, who sits on the throne in heaven, Abraham, Father of many, Father of stars and sands, Father of the Son of God, the Son of man, Isaac, derived from the Hebrew, you see, the genealogy, the pathway through the gate, the names, the seed line, the character, the properties of what was formed the in them that came from God through the promises, the covenants, the heritage of the believers. Those who believed God and it was credited to them as righteousness. Preachers of righteousness, practitioners of righteousness, righteousness and justice, the heart of David, the genealogy, the seed line of Christ. Abraham, father of many, father of stars and sands, father of the son of God, the son of man. Isaac derived from the Hebrew Yitzhak. The name Isaac meaning one who laughs or one who rejoices. Births of Abraham and Sarah always a mother and a father. Sarah, meaning noble woman or princess. You see, because it takes a holy father and a holy mother to overcome and take the place of, that place of wickedness that has always been the, the wicked father and mother. Janes and Jambres, the evil mother and the evil father of those heads of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil of Satan's kingdom. Not because he created that tree, but on account of the fruit of that, he tempted Eve. But that's another story for another time. Abraham and Sarah, always a mother and a father. Sarah meaning noble woman or princess noble birth root in isaac the root in isaac we've discussed this is from a look into the root of what is in the name isaac a number of hebrew colors let's look at the one less commonly used which is this hebrew word that i can't pronounce that's in the root of isaac there are two appearances of this root once he List it as an adjective meaning white, as in wool of white. And in another place, the concepts of whiteness and light, saying that the root is related to the root word that means to shine, to shine with a bright white light. And I saw his hair like wool, white is wool, hair meaning glory. But in that root, if you compare it into the Arabic, meaning to dry up, to become yellow, which meaning literally to be parched by the sun, reddish gray color. The promise of the sun will not smite you by day. 
is which tree at this level of this gate. At each level, you have a choice to choose which tree. Cosmic tree of righteousness, which is the tree of life, which is agape love. Or the knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The tree of wisdom in the book of Enoch. White, bright light. White, bright, bright white light of the sun. This is a choice between a parched sun and the hydration the heavenly station of the sun of righteousness with healing in its wings and beams. Hair white as wool. Laughter. Joy. Birth of Abraham, father, and the noble woman or the princess. Isaac, laughter rejoicing in the brightness of the white sun in Abraham's sands of time. In Abraham's sands of time. It is to be smitten by the sun by day, yellow parched sun dried up in the righteous whom lead many to righteousness that shine like the stars in the sky. Stars of Abraham, S-U-N's, sons, or S-O-N's, sons who become as the stars, who rise out of the sands, up the mountain, to be made holy, as he is holy on top of the mountain with Moses and the seventy elders and the glory of God. Shining as stars, an ever-increasing brightness of the white light, hair white like wool, hair representing glory, pure white. Jacob, the next in the genealogy, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The father and mother, Isaac and Rebekah. Rebekah, meaning in the revelation of my name, means to bind, captivating, a snare, a knotted cord, to bind the enemy, to set free the captives, to knit together God's people in love. Captivating, to hold one's attention completely, Beauty, modesty, kindness, restorer of the paths to dwell in, repair of the breach to prepare the way, and make straight the desert highway for the remnant to rise out of the sands of time in the earth, in the paths of the righteous, by the staff of righteousness. The staff of Moses that parts the waters below and now parts the waters above. The waters below and the waters above. How do you make your way through the firmament of the sky? Moses was a friend of God. What is it that gets you through the top of that firmament between the place where you go through the second heaven, physically entering into the third heaven? Who can pass? What is the password? Bobby Connor knows, whether he knows it or not, he knows. You can watch his videos and find out. And Bobby Shorts, amazing prophet of God, he's always in total clarity and union with the words coming out of Red Letter Ministries. I doubt, I don't think he knows it, but we're always in union. As he started to become released, one of the first things he released on his video was righteousness. Yes, righteousness. The staff of Moses, the highway. The meaning of my name, Rebecca. To bind, captivating a snared cord, 
Knotted cord to bind the enemy to set free the captives, to knit together God's people in love, captivating to hold one's attention completely, beauty, modesty, kindness. Restore the past to dwell in, repair of the breach, to prepare the way, and make straight the desert highway for the remnant. This desert highway streams. A desert highway, a highway of holiness, the paths of the righteous, to rise out of the sands of time. From Abraham's sands to Abraham's stars. And his descendant spoke and said, Take my bones into Zion. The highway of holiness. Jacob means Jake Jacob is a means supplanter which is often interpreted as someone who seizes, circumvents, or usurps. He was not the firstborn son, but the older would serve the younger. When Rebekah, the wife of Isaac, was pregnant, there was a lot of movement in her belly. She did not know why, so when she went to God and asked him, in Genesis 23-22, his answer is the verse here in Genesis 25-23. And Yahweh said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two groups will be distinguished from your belly. And a group will have a higher position than a group, and the bigger group will be a slave to the lesser group. Romans 9.12, it was stated to her the bigger group will be a slave to the lesser group. In the literal standard version, it was said to her the greater will serve the less. It was said to her, the elder will serve the younger. In the Tyndale Bible of 1526, it says, It was said unto her, not by the reason of works, but by grace. Not by the reason of works, but by grace. The bigger group will serve the lesser group, will be a slave to the lesser group. It was said unto her, not by the reason of works, but by grace. The group of salvation by works will become a slave to the lesser group, the smaller group of those who live by grace. Grace by faith. Grace, the Lord Jesus, be with your spirit. It was said unto her, unto Rebekah, not by reason of works, but by grace you call her, the elder shall serve the younger. According to one author, the Hebrew and Greek words in these verses are the words for bigger and lesser. Anyone translating these verses without looking at the context would translate them with the words bigger and lesser, not older and younger. The first English version of the Bible translated by John Wycliffe in 1395 has the right words in these verses, but almost all others do not. The problem, the fact is that the words elder older and younger are wrong. The Hebrew and Greek texts do not say that. The Hebrew word for elder or older is not in Genesis 25-23. The Hebrew word for younger is not in Genesis 25-23. The Greek word for elder or older is not in Romans 9-12 nor in the Greek translation of Genesis 25-23. And the Greek word for younger is not in Romans 9-12. The Hebrew and Greek words in these verses are the words for bigger and lesser. Anyone translating these verses that look in the context, da-da-da, bigger and lesser, not older and younger. This is the John Wycliffe 1395 translation of Romans 9-12, which according to that author has the more accurate wording of bigger and lesser, bigger and smaller works versus grace. And when they were not yet born, neither had done anything of good, of good, either evil or evil, that the purpose of God should dwell by election. That the purpose of God should dwell after election, not of works, but of God calling. Verse 12. It was said to him that the more should serve the less. It is said to her, from the more shall serve to the less. Those of works shall serve those of grace. As it is written, I loved Jacob, but I hated Esau. 
As it is written, I loved Jacob, forsooth Esau I had in hate. From the Hebrew, Yaakov, Jacob, can mean to follow, be behind. But it can also mean to supplant, overreach. Or come from the heel, the word for heel in Hebrew, heel catcher. I would also say that the heel of this seed line will one day crush the serpent underfoot, the heel of the body from Rebekah and Isaac. And then we have the next listed in the chapter one of Matthew. Abraham, the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah, which means praise or praised. The praise of the Lord, confession. Confession. How to go through these gates, these portals. According to one author, Confession meets with forgiveness. As Judah, the first person in the Bible to confess a sin, is reconciled to Joseph. The first person in the Bible to forgive a sin. I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. Then he threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept. Genesis 45, 4 and 14. It is Judah who spots a caravan of Ishmaelites coming toward them on its way to Egypt and suggests that Joseph be sold to the Ishmaelites rather than be killed. In Genesis 37, what profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? And then he recommends they sell him that they sell their brother to the Ishmaelites, selling him to be a slave, a son of grace, Joseph, being sold to the Ishmaelites, which represents those of the outer courts of the external works, those of works and not those of grace. Let us sell Joseph to be a slave to works. Jacob's first son was not Joseph by Rachel, but Reuben by Leah. Reuben, as the firstborn of his father, had legal claim to be the leader of the family, but Judah was the real leader of the family. He had led them into sin in selling Joseph. And now he has led in rescuing them from sin. To this day, Jacob's descendants all over the world identify themselves as Jehudim, Jehudim, in English as Jews, and that is an identity derived from the name and life of Judah. He who once led them into sin in selling Joseph in their hearts, in their minds, and physically. From sinning in the spirit, in the soul, and in the flesh, he led them into sin. But now, he has led in rescuing them from sin. The Jehudim, the Jews. Judah goes first. And then one more thing, one more even larger thing. Although Judah had sinned with and against Tamar, Judah's family line was preserved through Tamar, who bore his child Perez, the book of Ruth records this. Then the elders of all the people at the gate said to Boaz, At the gate said to Boaz, Johnnies. The overcoming of the false mother at this gate. That's a word for my leaders. Don't worry if you don't understand these things. It's okay. It's for your spirit. Then, all, then the elders of all the people at the gate said to Boaz, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman, Ruth, who is coming into your home, like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the family of Israel. May you have standing in Ephrata and be famous 
in Bethlehem. Famous in Bethlehem. Through the offspring the Lord gives you by this young woman, may your family be that of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah. That's Ruth 4, 11 through 12. Now you can see the pattern here. All through the genealogy of Christ is the scarlet thread that holds together the universe, weaving the tapestry of love through the ages. The story of all stories, the verses of the one universe that the Father has spoken since before the foundation of the world. A word that became a song as it played out. The song of all songs. The song of all songs. The scarlet thread, the genealogy of Christ, the scarlet thread that holds together the universe, weaving the tapestry of love through the ages, the song of songs. From Abraham to Jesus' father, Joseph, in Matthew 1, verse 1 through 17, in the list of ancestors, Matthew includes four women, Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, and Bathsheba, Matthew calls her the wife of Uriah. Fourteen trees evergreen. From generation to generation, the seed line of Christ. And this list also includes Mary, his mother. What does Mary mean? Because if you remember, it was not from Joseph that she received this, the God, the seed, the sperm to conceive this child, but from God himself. What does Mary mean? It depends on what you choose. The name Mary was derived from the ancient Hebrew name Miriam. Miriam was the name of Moses' sister in the Old Testament of the Bible. Mary, meaning beloved, or from a word, meaning bitter or rebellious, a reference to the biblical Miriam's life as a slave in Egypt, the sister of Moses. Beloved or bitter, Mary. Will you birth the Christ child? Will you become the beloved? We say better or bitter. Will you become the beloved or bitter? David means beloved. And this Mary of the seed line of King David chose sweetness. She chose the Song of Songs, the path of the Beloved of God, and as a virgin bore his beloved son, in whom he was well pleased. Mary's Song, the Magnificat. And Mary said, My soul magnifies and exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has looked with loving care on the humble state of his maidservant. And for behold, from now on, all generations will count me blessed and happy and favored by God. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, to be worshipped in his purity, majesty, and glory. And his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who stand in great awe of God and fear him. And fear him. That terror of the darkness that came upon Abram and Jacob, the covenant promises in Jacob's ladder, the place where the angels ascend and descend upon the earth and the ladder stands on the earth, the opening, the entrance, 
for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But the fullness thereof is God's perfect love, and that latter is righteousness. Righteousness and justice, the foundations of his throne. And he has done mighty deeds with his powerful arm. He has scattered those who are proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and exalted those who are humble. He has lifted up those under the realm of cosmic righteousness who were humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty-handed. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance to his mercy, just as he promised to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his descendants forever. <laughs> Amen. When Jesus confronted the Pharisees, he confronted the Sadducees, and in his confrontations, In his confrontations, there were those, there were those who said, Abraham is our father. And Jesus did not agree with the Bible-believing teachers of that age. Jesus did not agree with them said their father was the devil and they were upset with Jesus because he called God his father he didn't even just say Abraham he said God is his father and it upset the Pharisees who claimed to be the sons of Abraham because in Jesus's calling himself a son of God it made him equal to God the sons of lightning sons of righteousness sons of Abraham Isaac and Jacob who enter into the gate the fear of the Lord the obedience of the purity and pure worship as Mary saying and holy is his name for he who has done much for he is mighty who has done great things for me, and holy is his name, to be worshipped in his purity, majesty, and glory. And his mercy is upon generation after generation. Fourteen trees, evergreen, ever renewing their leaves as the canopy of love. And if this cosmic righteousness is such a different and such a greater substance than all teachings have been on the earth dimension, then what is that substance of love, that place of love, that is so far above the earth that pours and rains down into the earth? that eye has not seen and ear has not heard that which the Father has reserved for his sons of righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>